Hey guys, this is Chris, executive producer of Under the Guise of Science Podcast. Just wanted to say that every day is a new day for Charlie, and he forgot the settings, so he sounds like crap again on this audio. Uh, the content is still awesome, and uh, Charlie's good at producing. He just is what it is. Enjoy. I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced Science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Here we go. Yeah, yes. we're, yes. Back. we're back. We're back. We're <laughs> back. Well, I added you as a producer this time. You got a really? Promotion. Let's see if you get any buttons. Do you get any extra buttons on your end? Uh, no. No? Wait, All there's right. a button. Uh, save the collection settings. Nah, nothing cool. All right. Well, I tried. Uh, That's all right. This is my first, my first uh, <laughs> producing gig. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited. Hey, get ready to do a lot less. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I fucking even. I got a fresh new Bane tube and everything to say under the guise of science. <laughs> I don't do it like that. It's better. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Under the Guise of Science. I am Charles. I'm Chris. AKA Chers. Chers. So just so everyone else can hear. Uh, I was struggling to figure out why the email wasn't going through to Chris just before to get the studio started and I couldn't figure it out for like five or six minutes nope still didn't get it still didn't get it checking a spam box everything and I just took a picture of here's what I'm sending you and he sent back C-H-I-R-S and I was like is this is this some kind of slang that the kids are using or I forget what the other thing I thought was, but then I was like, oh, shit, did I spell his name wrong? Look. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, I wrote C-H-I-R-S. Chers. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did you picture Chers' voice in your head? There's got to be some kind of Scandinavian, uh, almost the Muppet Swedish chef. Almost oh, there. so you heard like a, oh, hi, I am Chers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I come to be a podcast guest tonight. He's definitely good at chess, shit like that. I go to the Nobel Peace Prize every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, isn't it up there somewhere? I think so. It's, All right. Yeah. Might, that might be, I, it might be Switzerland or, I don't know if it's sure. Sweden or Switzerland or one of them. All right. Well, I Probably will either yeah. take your or my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I pictured Chers having more of a uh, oh, how was it? It was oh, I am Chers. <laughs> it takes me a while to get to the bathroom. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess less fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just in the way. Yeah, if Chur is accidentally joined, I would hope it'd be the first one and the second one. <laughs> Boot the second one out quick. You guys are talking too quickly. Can Do you, you send this down? email accidentally or was I meant to be included in this conversation? <laughs> I have many opinions about antimatter and matter. You suck, chairs. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very disheartening. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's chairs, everybody. Man, yeah. dude, coming back from vacation is bullshit. Yeah, I bet. Oh, God. You need, like, a, especially you if need it, a vacation it's... after your vacation, eh? But, <laughs> but you really do. Like, I I think at least this specific time, it's like, not that I don't ha have it pretty good, all things considered, but to be like four hours into work and just look around and just be like, is this really what I fucking do for a living? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. This is awful. Yeah. You're to be giving me money or some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they are. That's the only, yeah, well, that's the only reason. Otherwise, what the fuck? Like, I, I work outside, and on extra cold days, people will be like, I don't know how you do it. And I just say, for money. It's the only <laughs> reason I'm out here. <laughs> just also, to get paid. And benefits. They, they cover my... Yeah. Man, I remember hearing comedians joke about being older and talking about them bennies. And I, I mean, I knew they were talking about benefits. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, at the time, you didn't fucking need them because you didn't go to the doctor. It was like, you know, what do you, when you're in your 20s, who gives a shit? You know, what a doctor's oh, for see. Unless... See, that's, that's the benefit of... Um, what's the word? Uh, thinks Benef I'm sick all the time. It's not agoraphobic. I'm not afraid of everything. Oh, hypochondria. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Borderline paranoid hypochondriac. Oh, okay. It's like, I got health benefits. I'm just going to go to the doctor for everything. <laughs> like, I've definitely got my money's worth out of it, too. Okay. Um, yeah, like, there's people I work with that don't go to the, uh, go to the doctor for anything. I if something was wrong, I did, but like I didn't get for years. I didn't get checkups. Now it, oh, wow. like now I'm I'm at the doctor. Or my wife, more accurately, is at the doctor like weekly, just between one of the the four, one of the three of them, or her herself. <laughs> one of the four, not hers. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the four that aren't me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go to the doctor. I just kind of you know drive myself. They stick their finger in my butt or whatever they're doing that day. And then I drive home in shame. <laughs> nope, nobody's with me. <laughs> I really wished I, I had that procedure uh, <laughs> examination yeah. finally done to me last year. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing I thought of immediately was like, I was going to pull my pants back up and the doctor's like, Hey, uh, and hands me a paper towel. He's like, for you, so you can clean up. In my head, if he was like, here, this is for you to clean up, you little bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or handed you like a five. Yeah. <laughs> <to> clean up. <laughs> 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 I 
This should um, pay for your cleanup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you next time I'm drinking scotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be an eye exam. <laughs> That's got to be a punchline to a street joke somewhere, right? <laughs> it is now, I guess. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll we got the streets. Yeah. <laughs> we got here, right? We streets. Yeah. <laughs> I went, we out here. You went Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Even out, out even better than it did in rehearsals this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I think we made a, a few good tweaks to the script in the right yeah, spot yeah. so far. A rigorous show formatting. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, Michael McDonald taking to the streets. Oh yeah, but street jokes. Poof, yeah. that's quick. <laughs> Got out of hand quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, that video today, I, I was gonna, as, as a joke, just try to keep my eyebrows furrowed all day, just to say, not be lying, I just unfurrowed my eyebrows from <laughs> watching that video that you sent me. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot, it was wild. And it's like, it it's there in the math. It doesn't make any sense as far as what you're seeing and experiencing in day-to-day -day life, but it, it, it exists in the math. And then the more that, like, it it's, it's been, well, let, let's take it from the top. The video is on the speed of light uh, that we sent, that I sent to you. Yeah, it's called, it's We All Move at the Speed of Light. Which was already holy shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Science Click, the channel that uh, published, I don't know, produced that or you know, whatever channel. What's the word for putting something out on YouTube? That that guy, <laughs> the guy that did that, has a whole bunch of videos with very good illustrations. It it's not like dumbed down by any means. He just tries to visually. Yeah, exactly. But it is not. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but the idea that we're we're moving through space and time, like you, we forget that that's a dimension of the universe, time. So, like you're sitting there still, you're constantly moving in one direction through time because space time is is one unit. It's not space and time, as we'll actually talk to talk about during this episode. Einstein is, is like the guy that kind of figured that out, or or put that together but as you're moving through space and time you are moving at the speed of light or more accurately the speed of everything it's just that some of your speed or well, most of our speed is moving through time versus space we can only move through space at a very small fraction of, of the actual speed that a, a photon does photon which moves through space at 100 percent the speed of light doesn't experience time it doesn't move through time at all and that's the two 
ends of the spectrum of this. It's yeah, uh, photons are at, all the way at one end where they don't experience uh, time. Yeah. So is there is there something that doesn't experience space? Like, because we experience space, so we wouldn't be on the wouldn't we be in the middle? Uh, I don't know if there's this... anything. It would, it would have to be something that is not moving through space at all. I guess is the best way to because because it's you don't you don't really experience space. You move through it. Because right. you we say experience time, but you're actually moving through time. You feel the seconds tick, and you know one second to the other. The the light from the cosmic microwave background that escaped you know fourteen billion years ago, whenever it was, it went through the entire evolution of the universe. Watched the the dark ages of the universe. The first hydrogen clouds start to to clump together and form stars and explode and eventually form galaxies and all these things merging and spinning and the space stretching and 14 billion years to to light once it hits your eye through the telescope if you're looking at the cosmic microwave background it was an instant it's just boom it didn't it doesn't move through time at all so i feel like i feel like if this was if our podcast was an episode of Scooby-Doo, the owner of the Haunted House Amusement Park, let's see who it is this time. And it's fucking cosmic microwave <laughs> background <laughs> every fucking time. Every yeah. time we pull off the fucking uh, the space robots helmet or the fucking ghost of the werewolf, it's that motherfucker. It's always cosmic microwave background again. <laughs> yeah, it's always him. They've gotten away with it too or do you do <laughs> drunk burnouts. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that's because uh, I I kind of thought I had my head wrapped around it a little bit with um like I was what one of the things I got from it is you uh, give me a second here. Uh, oh, so the example was if you're moving quickly through time, uh, you don't notice space moving. Is that what it was? Like the, the ratio of the one to the other? Yeah, it's not moving through space quickly as us, basically. Like, even if we were to get in a spaceship and move, we're still moving at a tiny fraction of the speed of light. So on that x y axis where x is time and y is space we're still mostly moving towards uh the space end of things even as it elevates a little bit so like you have to get to a significant portion of the speed of light before you notice any kind of uh time dilation i guess and like uh, the the dumbed down i think i have this figured out thing I came up with is and it could be complete misinterpretation. But anyway, uh, if you're moving 10 miles an hour and you drive 10 miles, you get there in an hour. Right. But if you drive 100 miles, you get there in 6 minutes. Yeah. So because you're moving quicker through space, time seems shorter yeah or is that just, or it's 
it's a simplistic way of looking at it, but it's not it's not wrong. It, it's the same idea that yeah, the the faster nice. you get, the the slower time goes for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking great. I'm so yeah. glad that makes sense. That because I, <laughs> I was like, this sounds right. It sounds like I think I know what I understand what they're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that the whole like so. There's the the part about uh, the x y axis and the uh, the circle. Yeah. That represents. Uh, time Basically, the the time limit works. of. Yeah where the the speed or you know the the because the line is constant the speed of light is constant so yeah wherever you rotate along that circle it's going to be the same distance no matter what it's touching but yeah like just the, the whole bottom half of the circle being like where antimatter and all those all those motherfuckers on the wrong, <laughs> on the wrong side of the tracks right <laughs> Come over here, we'll annihilate you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that is a way, like, it's a weird way of looking at it, but it's almost like they're moving, like a positron is moving the reverse way of, or experiencing time in the reverse order as an electron, which is why the the charge is different, because... Electric charge apparently arises from the change in phase of the particle over time. Which, Say that sentence again. And I don't really get how, um, but apparently the electric charge of a particle, because different, like the electron goes through different phases, so to speak, which is just a word to describe from one instant to another what it looks like, how it's quote-unquote spinning it's not a real spin but it's just a word to label something that it's doing kind of but over time it goes through different phases and as it experiences those different phases through time that's actually where electric charge comes from so because the electron and the positron have reverse electric charges it based in the math this is this is you know kind of not intuitively real but in the math the positron basically experiences time in the reverse order as an electron. And that's why it has the opposite charge. Man. It phases backwards almost. Yeah, it, it's insanity. Like part of what I was, I was thinking also that I feel like theoretical physicists are pretty much they they did the most homework, so they get to just make shit up. Like, they get paid to make shit up. <laughs> it's like, well, we, we read more books than you, so we're going to make yeah. shit up. Okay. I, don't, I guess, I guess they, well, they did read all the correct books, so they know what they're talking about. And I have a, I have a desk full of equations. What did... <laughs> <laughs> Come at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, unless there is a new brand of snack called Equations, <laughs> I cannot compete with you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Baked Equations, now with 100% less facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Oof. See, I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna be good tonight. You always, yeah. 
Stop it. <laughs> Stop with the self-loathing. 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 <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, was, was there anything else in that video I had a question about? I'm definitely going to have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. There was, there was several times... Oh, so like I said, I was going to try to listen to it a little bit while I was doing something else. And I got 30 seconds into it. And even with kind of glancing down at the screen, it was just like, I, no. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's too many things. <laughs> I That's can't was... write my name while I'm listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think I even said to you, the, the, the language is not easy, but it, it's <laughs> at least they have a visual. So you can kind of like look at something and put it together. I like on that channel, he always tries to put in real world examples and his real world examples are always like, I don't know, this apple falling from space. As in, and it's like, that's not a, an example of something that I could deal. When would an, <laughs> an emotionless apple be a hundred miles above the surface of the earth or whatever? I, don't I guess they try their best. <laughs> well, they're. Again, they're good at physics. They're not right, good at pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, main difference between well, this might—I don't know. This might be a tough question. Theory of relativity uh, versus special relativity. Two different. Einstein has two different. So, let, let's talk about uh, the episode. Let's take it from the top. This oh, episode okay. is dedicated to Albert Einstein, or at least gonna gonna talk about some of his shit. Uh, Alphonse Einstein, I believe. Senor, yeah. <laughs> Senor, <laughs> Senor Alfonso, <laughs> Alfonso, <laughs> Anast. <laughs> oh, what is like? It's probably just a bunch of C. Anastino, yeah. Anastino. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alfonso Alicino. <laughs> Legendary Italian, <laughs> Italian <laughs> physicist. <laughs> he actually switched sides three times or twice during the war. He was like, all right, I'm Italian. I'm going to join the Germans. Oh, no. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, this, this is even the worse idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These Italians are bad. Let me join the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> that was Fuck, a huge now they're mistake. the same team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are <laughs> Sorry, <that's laughs> No, that segue. was wonderful. Segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Can't even get past his name so far. <laughs> Dedicated to him. We didn't say it was going to be, I don't know, <laughs> informative. But <laughs> just want you we to know he up, exists. Just put up a placard at the end of the episode dedicated to yeah. Signore <laughs> Alfonso. We make fun of him in Italian accent for 45 minutes dedicated <laughs> to Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A so, mockery is the nope. That's not the saying. What's the serious form, form of flattery? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah imitation. Mockery, imitation. There imitation. we go. All right. Yeah, that's a spot on. <laughs> Alfonso. 
<laughs> so instead of instead of his big white hair, it's very very slicked back to the parted in the middle. It's got a very thin mustache. Ponytail like uh, was it Silvio <laughs> from The Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't actually pasty. He he was actually very olive skinned, but he yeah. put on lots of makeup <laughs> to blend in. To pretend. <laughs> <laughs> but he was smart. He was a smart guy. There are there are six things basically that modern physics are built on. One of them is quantum mechanics, and we, we've talked about that a little bit in other episodes. Quantum mechanics took about I don't know half a dozen people working on different things over time to formulate it all together, where it was eventually put together as one idea and it was like now it's a pillar of modern physics one of the six the other five were written by albert einstein and four of them were in the same year what, what they call his miracle year so God it's like damn. yeah no he, he's he he was a very important person to the field of physics and understanding you know the way shit worked and yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. By himself. <laughs> I mean, there was, a, there was. To be fair, though, there was like, uh, I think two of them, or definitely one of his ideas was also independently discovered by two other people that had nothing to do with what he was doing. It was kind of at a similar time, so like it wasn't like he was the only one coming up with that. But some of the stuff, yeah, he he was the only one coming up with it. Um, so the first one was uh, just around photo electricity um basically he realized or he was the one that proved that photons are like a discrete packet of energy and behave like a particle um everybody thought it was a wave up until that point it actually going back to newton newton and i, I can't remember he had like an arch nemesis but there were two guys from back then that were like they would slander each other in the science world and stuff like that. It was, like, <laughs> but yeah, it, was... <laughs> it was, it was the professor, uh, chip. Ohoy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he gets now is cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at Newton's. We are classy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't make that connection. When you first oh, said it. <laughs> there you go. By the way, I don't know why you made him Irish, too. <laughs> Chip Ahoy. Hello, I'm Chips Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> I'm the Ahoy clan. Oh, get out of my face, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my face, you're good for nothing. <laughs> Your equations are shite. Timely. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, or right. Well, <laughs> we're just going to work our way around Europe because we're already three accents in. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was it? Newton? Oh, okay, so Newton, Newton said yes. light was a light. Newton said light was a particle. The other guy I don't remember said light was a wave. Newton, being Newton, you know, kind of won that battle early on, where everyone agreed with him. But then over time, people noticed that it was actually more like a wave. So that idea got adopted, and and the particle idea fell out of favor. And then Einstein proved with the, the photoelectric effect that it was actually a particle. And I think that's what he won the Nobel prize for. He didn't even win the Nobel for some of the other stuff that he came up with. But, uh, 
That was his first one. Uh, the second one was, I think it's Brownian motion or something like that. Uh, some Dr. Brown put um, pollen in water and looked at it through a microscope. Mm-hmm. And when it's in the water, it just kind of moves around. And it seemed like it was Brownian motion. That's the name of it. But it seemed like it was uh, doing it for no reason. <laughs> Brownian motion sounds like if they made a science-themed restaurant. <laughs> like a chain. <laughs> Would you like to try our brownie in motion this evening for dessert? Ah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I was thinking it also could be the name of an enema company. <laughs> <laughs> Go to CVS and pick up a brownie in motion. <laughs> it's just... Uh, like the smoke shape of a person having just sprinted off is their <laughs> logo. <laughs> but perhaps for soupy super brownie in motion, it's just a full cutout through a brick wall. <laughs> Actually, that's that's how you can tell how strong they are, depending on what wall they show the thing having. <laughs> oh, balsa wood? Okay, that's kind of like holy Dude, shit. Three Six little pigs. <laughs> yeah. Three little pigs that straw wood and brick. <laughs> you know the strength. It's guaranteed we're talking about fucking <laughs> Albert Einstein's contributions to the universe. We're going to make it about poop. Oh, <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. Right. <laughs> oh, hey. man. So, so anyway, it seemed like the pollen moved randomly. Einstein proved that it was because of molecules. There were more molecules on one side than the other. So, like, atoms and molecules and things like that were an idea in physics but not fully accepted yet and it was kind of his experiment with that that made all the other physicists kind of go all right fine atoms are real and and accepted it (laughs) so he was he was important in that uh the third one though that you just talked about that this was a game changer this special relativity so with special relativity he a invented the idea of space time that it's all one and B, the idea that the speed of light is constant and that it moves through speed, space-time at a constant speed. No matter where the observer is, you're going to see light move at the speed of light. But special relativity also says that depending on motion, like if you're standing still and someone is moving past you at 50% the speed of light, you're going to see things differently where um, you know your, your clocks will run differently their their clock will look like it's running slower than yours it'll actually because of the way light moves the they'll look compressed and you'll look elongated and like different things like that and it's all about being relative to each other and that's where that video i sent came in just the whole speed of light constant it's no matter where it is on that chart it's going to be the same distance right now, and, and this was kind of the backup for that, if you remember to high school math, the Py- remember Pythagorean theorem, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. So you got this triangle, right? Or, or not this triangle, you got this this line, the speed of light that's moving along that graph as, as it's tilted up this way, 
if you draw the line down and then across and you got basically a right triangle, that hypotenuse, that's where C squared comes in in his fourth idea, E equals MC squared. Just the idea. Oh, that, yeah. So, yep. So by, by using different maths to the square, the uh, square root, he noticed the relationship between energy and matter was always that constant level. So that was like, it wasn't ripping Pythagoras off, right? Is that how you say his name? Pythagoras? Yeah. It wasn't ripping him off. He was just sampling. Just I, it's like a little tiny bit of it. I guess somewhat. I mean, he used the, or they they used that in math, but I mean the original equation wasn't e equals m c squared. The original equation was sh showing it was like divided by c, some l equals something divided by c squared. I forget what it was, and so many people worked it to show the difference between rest mass and mass of uh, inertial mass or whatever other stuff that there's different. But he eventually, like, kind of took all that work and and that other people did based on his work and and squished it all together and said basically equals MC squared. And that was his his paper that came later. But uh, yeah, it, it's all it's all based on that or all coming from that a little bit. And he used the uh, the techniques, the technique of Pythagoras, I guess you could say. So anytime uh, jumping over to somebody else for a second, anytime Michio Kaku says. Uh, he wants a, uh, a a formula that is one inch, right? He he always refer like he just wants the most concise, precise formula to describe everything in one like that. That's his goal. Yeah, they, they want to put it on a coffee mug. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember the world, the universe, the observable universe as we yeah. know it. Yeah, I mean, so far the the standard the the equation for the standard model is like you could put it on a t shirt, but it would be really really small print, and it would be line 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 line. Like it's it's a very very long equation, and that's currently our best understanding of of stuff. But yeah, the the goal I guess is to get a more eloquent equation that you could fit on a on a coffee mug or fit on a t shirt, like e equals m c squared. Ah. Oh. Make it brief, son. Half short, twice yeah. strong. <laughs> That's right. Call him just, a genius just a for nothing. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. But uh, So he came up with all four of those. Uh, Einstein came up with all four of those in a year. They call that his miracle year. So, like, yeah, can you imagine? Like, he, he, was, he was a busy man. A lot of thinking and math. Holy cow. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't even clean my car four times a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's busy changing the world of science. Oh, my God. Four times in one year. But, yeah. But, I, like I said, special relativity, though, to me, that that's the, the, the most interesting of the four. Um, and the thing about special relativity is all of that that he came up with is in a hypothetical flat space-time as we can see space-time isn't flat it's it's actually lumpy in a lot of spots because we have stuff because we have big objects that warp space and time so from there einstein came up with probably his, his greatest and uh, most important theory general relativity and so general relativity now adds gravity to the mix and um 
you know, it, it describes everything. It describes how uh, space or mass warp space and then space, the curvature of space defines how mass moves through it. So it's like the, between the two that, that lean into each other, I guess that, uh, but, but it, 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 it's been tested for, you know, over a hundred years now, because it was early 1900s that it came out with this. So it's gotta be around a hundred years. And I mean, it, it, the things that general relativity predicted have been true time and time again, um, even up until most recently gravitational waves, it took almost a hundred years to prove gravitational waves existed, but Einstein predicted them and now we discovered them. And it's just like time after time, people have tried to disprove it or come up with something better or, but, but it is the best theory of, of everything big that we have. Oh, crow. Yeah. And I, I think the, the best visual aid I have of, um, talking about how a more massive thing uh, can kind of pull a less massive things toward it. And one of the many things I would re retain from the, uh, the Bob Lazar documentary. It's the, you know about that, that dude, Bob Lazar. No. Uh, graduated MIT. So he says, and worked at area 51 for a bunch of years, pretty, com pretty compelling stuff. Okay. But they uh they deny his existence and he's uh okay. his, stu his stuff's been wiped from uh like it, there's no record of him going to the school to going to MIT. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm I don't remember all the details. But anywho, uh he he said they were what propelled the Area 51 spaceships is uh is a gravity drive. Uh and the way the way he explained it working is it's creating something so heavy or as though so massive, like it, it can produce a mass effect in front of it to the point where picture dropping a bowling ball onto a bed and how the bed gives down, unless you got one of them fancy fucking mattresses, <laughs> but, but the, it drops down and anything that's on that bed will fall towards it. Like the gravity will pull that, towards it right so but the idea that that machine that spaceship has a propulsion system that just makes it seem like there's something that massive that it could just slingshot you across the universe hmm. interesting yeah. so what a documentaries oh, yeah no i wonder but what about stuff near it because how massive is it getting that like wouldn't it pull some of the space around it uh, I'm sure he explains it. Okay. Early. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it yeah. out. Haven't heard of him. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been in the, uh, like there's news footage of him talking from like the earlier mid eighties or something like that. Okay. And his story has been like identical the entire time, but, uh, it's, it's very entertaining if nothing else. Okay. I yeah. might, I might watch again now that I, now that I know so much more about physics than I used to. Yeah. Shoot me a link. <laughs> uh, I think it might be on the Netflix if I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah, I'll find it. Old Netflix. Sight <laughs> gag. Yeah. For those listening, Charlie flicked his neck. <laughs> <laughs>
um, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. No general relativity. So one of the cooler things about now discovering through special relativity that space and time are the same thing or, or just, you know, a fourth dimension. Time is just a fourth dimension that we live in and, and experience and move through whether we like it or not. Um, but so general relativity says that the fabric of space time is curved if there's a bunch of stuff there. What that means is through special relativity, everything kind of has like what they call a world line or, or um, a, a, a light cone, I think. But but it basically means you can only move one way through time. You, you can't turn around because light kind of limits where you can like the, the speed of light limits how far you can look mathematically. You have to like see it written out. And, uh, I, I can link a video to explain because uh, I'm not doing a great job right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but basically through special relativity, you can only experience time in one direction. And yeah. uh, if you and I were to be moving through that in a flat space time, our world lines, so to speak, would be parallel. They would never, that we would both just experience the, the march of time and space in, in parallel together. Okay. You can equate this through to walking across a field. Me and you walk on one side of the field from one to the other, and we walk in a parallel line. We're never going to intersect. We're going to start on one side of the field and cross, and we're not going to intersect. In a curved, uh, if space-time is curved, it changes things a little bit. And you can think of it like this. you got to zoom way out and make believe that we can you know, just span oceans and mountains and stuff like that without a problem. But if you start on one side of the Earth and I start on the other side of the Earth and we both walk north, just straight north, eventually our paths will cross even if it's at the North Pole, if we're on complete opposite ends of the Earth. Even though we're both, we're not walking towards each other, we're both walking in one direction, it's because the surface that we're walking on is curved. Okay. So it's the same idea in space. So if you're an apple that's in a tree, you're moving through time, even though you're just sitting in that tree. If that apple then breaks off from the tree. The reason why it's falling is because as it moves through time, its world line is curved towards the earth. So it's, it's actually following that path through time to the earth. So it's moving in a straight line, believe it or not, through time. It's just that even time itself is curved. Um, so you have to be zooming out at this point and looking down on it like in um, in Superman 2 when they're in the Phantom Zone yeah. disc where they're all just kind of flat. Like that's what you're yeah. looking at the world as. It's just like, yeah. oh, okay, it's just falling straight along that line. But yeah, this this is hypothetical. This is, yeah, <laughs> without any... any uh... And it's not hypothetical. It's real. I should say it, it's uh, simplified. It's exactly you can instead of t take one of the dimensions out of of space out of it just for you know ease of of picture. But yeah, it's it's you know you got your two dimensions there. 
but one of those dimensions, even when they draw the graph, they'll take all three dimensions of space and just make that one axis and make uh, time the other axis. But even as we're sitting here, we would be, if you were drawing our, our motion through space-time on a chart like that, the space axis wouldn't move, but the time axis, we would, we're moving in a, a horizontal line straight across. We're always... So you're always moving in that straight line through time, but space itself is cur is is bringing you towards this big object and your internal clock to align with this big object's internal clock. Also, if that makes any sense, there. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's one of the the weird things that uh it is mind blowing, but because gravity isn't exactly a force, at least not as far as we can discover that it is just the curvature of space time. One of the only forces is actually like the um, electromagnetic or, or inside the earth, the amount of thermal energy that's being generated. When something gets hot, typically it expands, right? Mm. The, the earth is constantly expanding under our feet because of the heat but it's so big that it's dragging space down so the expansion and the gravity counteract each other so that it stays the same size even though it's expanding the space is pulling the space is contracting it's expanding into contracting space at the same rate holy shit but that earth that expansion of the earth is why we don't fall through it because otherwise, why wouldn't gravity pull, pull us down too? It's because it's this big rock that's actually pushing up against our feet. So that would be like if you're trying to, like you have a balloon that you've made and then you've covered the balloon with like concrete. And then the concrete is trying to push the air back out. And then while whatever. As you're blowing in. It, and it's just you're not strong enough to push through the concrete with the balloon, but you're strong enough to keep it from coming in any further. And then every now and again, volcano erupts. Pretty much, yeah. Right? And yeah. It's like a state of equilibrium until, yeah, there's, there's a spot where some kind of pressure exceeds the, uh, I don't know, viscosity or the, whatever of the crust. Viscosity has been one of my favorite words to use in the last five years. Just, just because it makes stuff sound gross. Yeah. You're not trying to. And I or think I just... used it wrong there, but yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I know what you mean. The, the <laughs> viscosity of yeah. Like if someone is like, uh, have you tried the orange juice? How viscous would you say it is? Like, <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say it's good. <laughs> you made it gross. <laughs> I use a high viscosity toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. It's... <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> I got a longer life out of my toothbrush. <laughs> uh cracking my ankle right now i apologize that's right Ooh, that being said can i give you one of my crackpot theories yeah okay so 
light moves at the speed of light. So if there was, say, you turn on a light bulb, it emanates out. And if you were to, you know, like, trying to say this the right way, the light coming out, if you would have slowed time down enough that you could actually see the light moving, it it would expand out in like a, a 3D sphere in all directions as it goes out. If you were standing in the room with that light bulb, once you're in the light, you cannot run fast enough to where you're past it, where that that 3D sphere of light expanded out to. You know what I mean? You okay. turn it on, the light's expanding at the speed of light. If you're standing next to that light bulb, you can't run faster than the speed of light to where now you're on the dark side again and the light didn't reach you. You know what I mean? So, And it's kind of like it's already behind you? Like it's there's no way you can get past it? It's Other way around, it's already past you. Okay. If you're the one to turn on the light bulb and you see, like, even if you were to, again, slow it down to, like, nanoseconds last a minute or whatever, mm-hmm. as the light is now coming out from the light bulb and then bathing the room in light, let's right. imagine that, you know, it's a window and, and it can continue going out. That light emanating out from the light bulb is moving at the speed of light. And once you're okay. inside that circle of light, or that sphere of light, you can't escape it. You can't move faster than the speed of light to get past it. Okay. Okay. So we just have to establish that. So now a black hole, black hole is when a star dies and it's big enough that it collapses down. We know in the case of a neutron star that when that happens, it it, it collapses down. The core is left as a neutron star but everything else rebounds and it's a shock wave and it goes flying out and that's a supernova. So all this stuff now from this explosion going out at the speed of light. In the case of a black hole, it collapses even further now. It collapses past the neutron star to where it gets smaller. There is no supernova. My theory is that there is. All this stuff goes down and it's decimated and it's just an explosion and it's just all now, all that's left is a shit ton of electromagnetic radiation that would expand out just like the light bulb at the speed of light in a bubble coming out. There's so much energy there. As we know, E equals MC squared energy is mass. So that that amount of energy still has a ton of gravity. That's why there's a black hole. So space is being curved and flowing inward also at the speed of light. So you got this explode, just like the Earth, I was saying, the Earth is pushing out, but gravity is pulling space in so that it doesn't expand. It's like an equilibrium. Mm. This explosion coming out can never actually come out because space is also contracting at the speed of light. So this it's, it's like an explosion or a supernova frozen in time because, again, speed of light, it's not experiencing any time. So we'll never be able to see that because it can never come out past the event horizon because it can't, even light can't escape a black hole. So this explosion that obviously happens when a neutron star is formed can't actually radiate out. It just is a forever frozen in time microscopic explosion with enough energy that it warps space and there it is. So then it's... It's not even like going to anywhere else. Like you're pretty much just like it got looked at by Medusa 
and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like it's just stone. Yep. And it can right. never lose energy because when photons lose energy, they, they stretch out. Mm-hmm. The contracting space is keeping it on that gamma end of the photon spectrum, if, if not further up with the, the higher energy. So it's just oh, stuck there forever exploding. Shit. It's crackpot theory, but I like it. I'm going to yeah. send that. Let's send that to Michio Kaku. Let's tag him in this. Let's see what he says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably going to say, yeah, we know that. We knew that for 70 years. We're testing it. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> and you never said that. Yeah. <laughs> either, either that or it's going to be a paragraph of pleasantries and greetings. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you then, for contacting me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish to inform you that your request has been submitted. To... <laughs> I love his and delivery. Then, yeah. And then he... Uh, and then in a single in a single line of type, it doesn't work because blank. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Right. Said that from the get go. <laughs> All right. That is That's so much crazy. stuff to know. Yeah. Like what he does, what any of them do. It's yeah, and like, especially because like I, th- this is my my good idea that I like you know when I'm sitting there by myself thinking about stuff and all these different videos I watched and put it together and, and like you were just saying, he probably knows off the top of his head why that's wrong or not. Like just just no, yeah, we already tested that or already did or you know, oh, I, I see what you're saying and here's why it's wrong because of these other things that we yeah, it's just like yeah. Like to it, grasp it. To be able to to do their like every single idea starts out as all right, well you know this and you know this, right? Yeah, and you know this and you know this? Cool. All right, now we're gonna build up another level of a pyramid of those two ideas as one idea. You know that yeah. idea? Cool. All right, well now here's two and two and it's just it's just now that you know all these things, condense that all into one thought that you have and now add this new thing into it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's and simplify it so it fits on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the whole backs of giants thing that we talked about, like you, you need, yeah, you need to know all that. Nope, let's start from scratch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's more fun. Let's, let's let's go let's go check all their work. I don't trust that <laughs> shirts keep me warm. I'm <laughs> Alright, no clothes until we figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> Which coincidentally is how the guy that figured out that heat is kept in by shirts yeah. used to get chicks in college. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no shirts until we figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> no shirts and push ups. <laughs> yes. Alright. Wanna hear my favorite Einstein story? I do. I do. Within hours of him dying, someone stole his brain. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was like like seven or eight hours after he, he died, someone took his brain. And, <laughs> and they like 
cut it up and mailed different parts to different scientists to test. And like 20 years after he died, someone went to his office and found most of Einstein's brain in two different jars of whatever the fuck kept it in to, to keep them stable. Why was it in his office? I guess he was doing tests. The, the guy that was testing it, I think, passed away. Oh, he that guy's not Einstein's. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, right, yeah. Was... The other guys, yeah. Have like, they so tried? He, he died and, and someone was like, dibs. And there was like. <laughs> <laughs> what if they take. All right. Here's the next. Getting back to movie pitches. Okay. Next national treasure movie. They got to get all eight pieces of Einstein's brain together. Yeah. And that'll make a time machine. Ah, I like it. That could actually be a good video game, too. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. you got eight eight separate pieces. I mean, it's probably years and years of Zelda, decades of Zelda that immediately. Yeah, is like, but, oh no, you got to put things together. <laughs> yeah. But you have and to fight like famous physicists like Niels Bohr and uh, Roth. No, who the fuck else? <laughs> Some <laughs> Some of those other those <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking sprint for the punchline. <laughs> Schrodinger, Schrodinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, those are the bosses. You do, you do the backup guy on the podium's voice so well. Like the guy that says, <laughs> the guy that says, who's? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, also, I also enunciate like shit, so. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, see, I... I'd like to put those uh, two asshole guys, but that are also smart. Those brothers that I was texting you about. Uh, the, oh, the Weinsteins. The Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or Weinstein's. I'm, yeah, I'm, Eric I'm, and uh, Brett, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like I'd like to. They would be from a marketing standpoint. They'd be a good like where you have to fight the two bad guys at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. You beat one, the other comes in. You beat him, and you got to beat them both. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're, I'm with it. We're working on it. Okay. Oh, man. What what other evil physics? Do you make Oppenheimer evil? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other, I said Niels Bohr because him and Einstein had like a famous debate. So there, there's some level of beef there. <laughs> but I think Einstein oh. has to be the main boss. Like he's he's once you go back in time and oh so yeah that's what it is. you're gonna put these pieces together. There's a time machine. You get all the pieces together, and then it sends you back in time to fight Einstein. Yeah. Oh to, man. To save physics. Because <laughs> <laughs> evil Einstein. Yeah, that's it. It's at the end of it. It's at the end of his career. Einstein wasn't a big fan of quantum mechanics. He even said uh -huh. God doesn't play dice with reality or whatever he said because of the whole quantum you know chance of percentage of stuff here he didn't like that shit he didn't like entanglement that was uh he called it spooky action at a distance he didn't like those two <laughs> things so you got to go back in time to save quantum mechanics <laughs> fuck dude this is an awesome game yeah <laughs> like this this will work fine in eight to 16 bit tops yeah nice side scroller yeah, or... yes i was thinking castlevania side scroller style this is oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing on your phone. 
What's that? Get, you can play it oh, on you your play phone. It? Yeah. You can <laughs> I thought you were calling me out. <laughs> like, oh, no. Playing on your phone? It's like, no. It's, <laughs> my leg was itchy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that a half second you weren't giving me your attention? Get back here. <laughs> <laughs> you now you is... know how it feels to be me all day long. <laughs> Why aren't you paying attention to me? <laughs> Oh, you were just breathing. Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. I wish I worked. Well, if I worked with you, we wouldn't get anything done, but. No. Know. Yeah. No. Yeah, we did. Yes. We, we did. We had a together. gravity bong in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> so that tells you what that would. We were... <laughs> oh, those, that was the best. <laughs> The, the owner would be like, hey, guys, we need uh, some boxes. I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Yeah. We'd all go back to the shed together. If I could try to three stooges our way out the front door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And just cash in our pockets every night. Cool. Let's just gamble. Yeah. yeah. I'm working I'm working minimum wage cash only. Right. <laughs> let's, let's fucking let's throw it throw it at uh, each other. Yeah, I mean we'd walk especially on like a Friday night during Lent, you'd walk out of there with a couple hundred bucks cash. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You would Loaded. crush it on Fridays during Lent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't oh you know that's that's right. I think I only ever did it in the summer. Okay. So I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had that. I remember uh, you worked at a different one, also. And I had two remember? pizza delivery jobs at the same time. Yeah, where it was, it was pretty sweet. Especially because <laughs> the the other one, I was there longer than the one I worked at with you. So I was kind of like the uh, elder statesman of the delivery guys because I, <laughs> I had a I had a year and a half experience or whatever. It was. <laughs> Excuse but, me, delivery man. Yeah. <laughs> So on Sunday afternoons, I'd be the only guy there. And Sunday afternoons during football season was pretty sweet. So I'd, I'd make a decent amount of money during that time, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, those were the days. Walk out with cash. You didn't have any real bills. Yeah, just <laughs> go back to your parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember that summer being like, oh, man. I didn't do anything. I just worked. And then I had like an actual job and real bills like four years later. It's like, oh, fuck. I didn't do anything. And it was the fucking greatest. Yeah, that that <laughs> job was vacation for a summer. <laughs> for however long we were doing it. It was like it was like we, we went to pizza camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to bring people pizza. And the rest of the time we hung out. <laughs> Pizza camp for adult? No, that's just that's just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza camp for adults. It's <laughs> going away for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, if I'm getting my hands on pizza, I'm not bringing it to somebody else at this point. That's, that's my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was fucking when you were talking about delivering for two pizza places at once. I was just picturing you in your car, like 
a cell phone in this hand and then another one on your ear like that. Just like stacks of pizzas. You just keep picking them up, but you don't, you're not able to deliver them to any of the people. It's like, I'll be right there. I just have these. Oh, shit. I got to go. Back and forth between stores. Yeah. Yeah. Just no one ever gets pizza. Just, Where are all my red bags? The boss is saying. <laughs> That's like, you can actually do that. Just be like the worst Uber Eats driver for a <laughs> night and just don't bring anyone their food yeah, <laughs> and then be. throw that phone away. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself a burner, make a night's yeah. worth of Uber Eats for that sweet Uber Eats money and catch yeah. out. <laughs> Regular Einstein yourself there, Charles. <laughs> Oh, I was actually because my air conditioner broke because we were delivering in the summer and I used to keep an extra one of the red heat bags in my car <laughs> and I would shove it out the window of my driver's side window to catch to extra wind. The... Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I was probably destroying my gas mileage, I realize now, <laughs> by putting all that extra drag. Yeah. But whatever. I, I won't say I wasn't sweating because it was any time between January and December. But and gas might have been under less. two bucks at that point, so whatever. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, probably yeah. two bucks ish. All right. Well, let's let's get a. We <laughs> open a pizza restaurant. I can already I can already speak Italian as I've established. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're <laughs> fluent. <laughs> <laughs> then we could just deliver and have somebody else run it. <laughs> but pay us owner money. <laughs> I don't know. You run this restaurant. We're just going to drive around and rock out. <laughs> <laughs> relive the glory days. Yeah. Speaking of relive the glory days and kind of St. Patrick's themed, I, I thought of this story today. It has nothing to do with anything we were talking about, but it was one of those memories that popped into my head. So me and my cousin, we used to play uh, darts in Brooklyn, as as you know. But mm. um, we were at our home bar of Killarney's, and uh, we're sitting there. It's a Monday night, so we're just watching Monday night football as it wasn't our turn to play darts. And mm. there was an older Irish man there. He's probably in his in his mid-60s or so, and he's just leaning over his cup and staring at, at, at his beer. And out of nowhere... He gets up and he comes and he stands in front of me and me and John. He takes, he had one of those, you know, the Irish hats. What are they called? It has like the button in the front, kind of the, when everyone cosplays for St. Patrick's Day, that's what they wear. It's like a newsy hat. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. Like, I, I guess like a, yeah, newsy hat will work. Yeah. Yeah. We have one of those newsy yeah, hats. I, know on, like, you know, I forget the words. But he was like a real Irish dude wearing it. That's different than, you know, the just wearing it on St. Patty's, but point of the story. Yeah. So he, he takes the, he takes his hat off and he puts it down on the bar and he says to me and my cousin, he goes, I got my keys and I got my wallet. He puts them in his hat and he goes, I want one good Irish lad to give me one shot. In the, and he's pointing at his face and his brogue is thick. So it was like, I didn't really understand what he was exactly saying. I think he was saying we can punch him in the face to try to win his keys and wallet from him. One look at this guy, I could tell, A, he's done this before. This is not the first time he's offered this challenge to somebody. And B, he still has his keys and his wallet on him. 
So that means he probably did well oh, yeah. the previous times that he offered this challenge. <laughs> there might be a body or two in this guy's past. Like he 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 came up the hard way wherever he came from, you know. So we me and John looked at each other and we were like, No. <laughs> and he goes, Ah, you're a smarter lad than me. And he put his hat and he took his shit and he put his hat back on he went back down and he just sat there and he stared at his beer he didn't leave he didn't acknowledge us again it was just like <laughs> I, I think for one moment it, like he was just like when I was their age there would have been a fight already or you know something like that where he wanted to yeah. so reliving glory days got me thinking like he definitely came over to try <laughs> to like get one more or, or headcanon maybe he was like dying and he wanted one more before he went out <laughs> he <laughs> really wanted was. to get his heart rate up yeah, one, <laughs> one good last time. Punch in the face like the old days. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm wondering, number one, what if that's what leprechauns are really like? You had to fight them first to get where they are? <laughs> you got to earn that pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just got, yeah, you find the pot of gold and you, you also got to find these hands when you get here, motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's waiting for the end, at the end of the rainbow? These hands, bitch. <laughs> Excellent. Or other option. What if he's the opposite of what you were saying? You're like, he's still got his wallet and keys. What if he just has a box of wallets and keys that he just keeps <laughs> at home just for this purpose? And there's just people walking around with uh, costume keys and wallets. <laughs> you might be right. I didn't want to find out because, like, this was clearly his thing. Like, this is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> Me. I have little to no experience in that thing. So I just want to, <laughs> I don't want to get involved <laughs> and come out on the wrong side of that. <laughs> oh man. What if it's, what if you get his wallet and you open his wallet and you look at it and inside there's like an invitation to like, you're one of five. And then it says, it gives you a date and a time. Anybody who has that card goes and they meet. And then there's like a Mortal oh. Kombat style tournament. Oh, or even better, like Willy Wonka, but it's the Guinness Factory. You win a ticket yeah, to the tour go. of the Guinness Factory, and inside there's fighting leprechauns and, and you know, all, like, <laughs> the Oompa Loompas are beating the shit out, piss drunk, beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> in a in a quick uh, cameo, it pans to the right, and there's two bears swinging Nintendos at each other. <laughs> And then everyone watching will be like, oh, shit, it's in universe. It's in the same universe, bro. <laughs> and someone, like, drinks the Guinness off the tree, and someone comes out from behind a car and, like, stabs him 12 times. And then the Opal <laughs> sing as they carry him out, as they bleed out. And... <laughs> All right. So we're mixing. This sounds like we're mixing, uh, obviously, Willy Wonka, kind of the Family Guy Willy Wonka episode. Uh -huh. Uh, Mortal Kombat, Beer Fest, um, and the NRA in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all six Leprechaun movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all right. We this one was for you, Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Thanks for that. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Uh, I think that's a good, good place as any. <laughs> uh, under the guise of science, guys spelled G-U-I-S-E, at Facebook, Instagram, gmail.com, and at Twitter, we got... At Science Guys, G-U-I-S-E. Guys. Science Guise. <laughs> it sounds like... If you if you have it just G U I S E, it sounds like uh, <laughs> we'll say kind of like a a, a religion slash health teacher we had <laughs> in high school. Hey, guys, 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 what's that two thirty bus go right by, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Very small uh, audience, so that's gonna fucking <laughs> that's gonna kill. That's right? <laughs> there are gonna be nine, maybe ten people who throw their phones with laughter. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm tearing up. <laughs> oh. Very nice. Oh, rate All us. Right. Rate oh. us, uh, oh, share, yeah. tell your friends. Rate. Like, subscribe. Yeah. And if the Patreon's not up yet, then we'll we'll make a Venmo. PayPal, Venmo, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> you you let us know. We'll figure out a way to get your money. Yeah, let it you let <laughs> us know how you want to pay us. Uh crypto. <laughs> whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> now that it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> uh cool beans. All right. Until next time, fucker. Yeah. <laughs>